0: Good morning. It is Monday, August 31st, 729 a.m. I hope y'all had a good week. I know I did. It was very, very busy. It was an overwhelming workload. Um, But that week's over. (laughs) It kind of bleeds into the next one. Um, I will bring you the final chapter of Portland been racist next week. I ended up going to bed kind of late last night and I've just got so much to do that has to be done like directly after I finish this podcast. So my apologies, but guess what? Portland's still racist. So (sighs) that issue is not going anywhere. Um, I was woken up to the sounds of a woman talking for a very long time, very loudly, and then it sounded like a man was talking back. I was like, it woke me up, and I finally I finally got out of bed, and I looked out the window, and I couldn't find anything for a minute, but then... There, I realized that there's a woman standing on a balcony with her computer. And her comp- she was having like a Zoom session on her computer. And it was like work-related. And I was like, oh my God. <sighs> Put that shit inside. Just like open-air nonsensical information, you know? There's been a mass exodus from SF. I mean, it is a really quiet place now um plus with the fires could still smell it in the air they're still raging um I met somebody briefly in Prisida Park yesterday and there was almost nobody there which I mean is a good thing um but before people had been gathering in little bubbles but the air's just really bad. Um, there is this condo that is on mission at 23rd. And it used to, before it was a condo, it used to be a meat market, a, a carniceria, to be clear. Not, not a place where you pick up, guys. Um, and they had fish market too and they also sold peruvian food it, it was really cool it was a great market um but that for some reason was raised as in destroyed and they put these ugly ass condos on top of it and so there's no meat market there anymore um and it's right next to the alamo draft house you know which ones i'm talking about So, maybe it's more like 22nd. It's hard to tell. Right near the awful, it's right near the awful Revolution Cafe. That's just a a block of crap. Um, (laughs) Okay, so it's 23rd, I believe. Anywho, um, at the beginning of the pandemic, I saw these two men that were, um, they were like delivery guys, and they were just heaving this giant Peloton box, and they they were huffing and puffing and struggling, and, you know, this was like right around lockdown, so somebody, one of the few people who probably actually moved into that fucking combo, condo, excuse me, combo, um, got a Peloton because probably, you know, gyms are closing down and stuff, and I was like, oh, that's so funny, sign of the times, right? make these people who make these people like carry carrier heavy ass peloton up the freaking stairs um but i passed by on my bike two days ago and similarly attired delivery men were moving things out into a moving truck and it, it's just such a sign of the times you know it's when the resident of of that condo is on their peloton, being told by a robot or a virtual you know gym master, you know how fast to pedal, et cetera, and like, "You got this, you can do it. They're staring out into homelessness. They're staring out into seeing people shooting up in the street and shitting in the street. And they're seeing people walk around like with no fucking shoes on, have sores all over, and weird infections and stuff. And then they're seeing a bunch of other things that, are beautiful that that they don't even see the beauty in, too, just like the buildings and that are remaining and little bits of whatever's left of the mission, and now they're leaving because it doesn't serve them anymore, and it's just a it's just a fucking shell, and I believe. I believe that apartment or condo building is called the Valencia, ironically. Um, It's a very ugly building. And I don't think they were ever quite able to fill it. So even though San Francisco is probably one of the richest cities in the world and most expensive cities in the world, I guess, I mean... I'm going to take that back. It's probably not one of the richest cities, but it's one of the most expensive cities. You know what I mean? It's one of the most expensive places to live. Like, few people have... Few people are getting the quality of life that they're paying for. You know what I mean? At any level of living. Except for if you have rent control like me. Then you're fine. Um... But yeah, it's it's kind of a sad place right now um, overall in the mission. But I still like I still like living here, and even if I didn't like living here, uh, I probably wouldn't move. It, it would probably take a lot for me to move away. I almost did about um, eight or nine years ago. I almost moved to New York, but I'm glad I didn't. Because, um, man, New York is kind of like this. It just, I think the thing that bothers me is not that I wanted the techies to stay, I just didn't want them here in the first place. And they should have moved a, a long time ago. Um, a lot of people just like going back to freaking Idaho, finally. And they should have gone all along. So. Enough kvetching about that. The problem's always going to be here for a while in some form. Um, basically, I did beadwork all week when I was able to. Um, I mended and cleaned, and I went shopping and got more fabric. And then Liz, she is packing up her Oakland warehouse and she, um, she sold me some cashmere and it was quite a lot of cashmere to make sweaters with. Oh my God. I started feeling a little of anxiety before she came over. Cause I was like, I don't know what I'm going to, where I'm going to put it. And... When she came by, it wasn't too much, thank God. Um, But yeah, I've just been sorting and throwing things away and recycling things, of course. And going through my inventory and that sort of thing. Um, I was going to drop off some of Andrew's books at Adobe um, that didn't sell. But Adobe is closed until further notice. Now, for those of y'all that don't know, Adobe is a used bookstore that Andrew owned for many, many years. Um, they were on Sixteenth Street, and then they were forced out, and their I believe their rent was raised like some crazy triple amount or something. This is about eight years ago. And then they relocated to 24th Street and are now run by a co-op, basically, a very bureaucratic and silly co-op. Um, but yeah, they're closed until further notice. And I asked a friend, I asked Gabe why, and um, they're was a bit of a conflict between them and a co-op now there was a co-op another co-op that was running a free fridge food giveaway program and the two co-ops didn't get along but adobe was letting the co-op use their space which was like a little patio um long and short of it someone from the the free food giveaway got covid and so they had to shut the whole thing down including adobe so that's more than just a bummer i hope that everyone is safe and okay um and i thought they'll pull through but it's just you know pieces of the city just shuttering down more and more um Valencia Street is just it's a weird dead zone it's sometimes it's like a gauntlet of of insanity you're just like if you're not on your bike and you're just walking there's insane people just a lot of a higher concentration of them just like babbling throwing their shit um you know, walking around half naked, it's, it's like, I feel like we're in the middle ages or something. Um, it's safer just to be on your bike. And a lot of those weird boutiques by weird meaning like not having any style, like having really no reason to exist. Um, a lot of those boutiques are closed down. There's a few that are hanging in there. Um, so yeah, it's really strange. Um, on Saturday night, Early in the evening, I met Irina at, I guess, outside the knockout at the patio that they've built. Everyone has patios now. And it was really fun. I had two margaritas. Um, But it was just so strange. And people from the phone booth are now hanging out at the knockout which is fine. They kept to themselves. Um and honestly, I'm I'm not really much of a knockout person myself in so many ways. You know what I mean? But I mean the knockout bar. Um I'm not really much of a phone booth person even though I like the phone booth better. It's just weird seeing people from other bars in a clump and and having them stick stick in one um little zone so yeah the mission is always changing a lot um i do miss going to the movies by myself and i miss going to the spa by myself as well i would give i don't think i would give anything to go to a spa but i would pay double what i normally pay to go to a spa that's my limit (laughs) um yeah, I miss that. I miss miss going to weird matinees and stuff. Those are things that I do by myself. It's it's such a strange time of of just the world that we're in right now and I feel that like the police brutality machine that, that is, you know, being pushed back against, like, sometimes it just seems insurmountable. And still black people are being terrorized and lynched and killed and just shot at. And I just, I feel no change has been made at all. It's very frustrating. It's very disheartening. And of course, I don't, I'm not an idealist by any sense of the imagination. I'm not expecting a bunch of white people going to a march to stop black people from being killed. It doesn't do anything. It hasn't done anything. Um, It's good that people are taking a stand, but the race is—it doesn't—it hasn't solved racism, and I feel like all that it's done is changed the optics of you know what defines you know it's, it brings into light what what racism is and the depths of it and how insidious it is, but it's still there. It's still there. And there's so much more work to do. So yeah, I think about that a lot and try not to give in to hopelessness and giving up because it's a very easy thing to default into but if you give up, then you're never you'll never reach your goal. I had such a strange dream last night that just I feel like I'm kind of still recovering from it I'm not gonna it's one of those types of dreams that it's just it it sounds weird or boring, but basically that I ran away from this like rooming house where I lived, and I ran away with this other person, this woman, who in the dream, we were both teenagers, and we were running away, and then I decided while I was on the train with with the other girl, that I'd made a bad choice, and that she was not a good person to be around and so I bid her farewell and went back to the house and they let me in but I wasn't given my there they said you can't have your own key anymore you've got to ask this person for a key and I'd ask them and they'd tell me to ask somebody else and it was exhausting it was a strange dream (laughs) anyway um yeah I am going to finish making these bead earrings I'm going to sort the colors of the cashmere relocate them into a a basket and I really want to make another pearl headdress the other one I made sold and I'm thinking of making these little uh, bun covers um so when when you make a bun with your hair to have this little this little medieval or renaissance more renaissance styled um little bun covers with pearls on them so I want to do that um i've got shipping to do not massive but delicate things and things going to outside the US like belgium etc just International shipping is kind of a pain in the ass. Um, It's just annoying. But I'll get through it. It's probably going to take me a really long time. One moment. So, yeah. These are such strange times that we're in. And it seems like it's passing so dreadfully slowly, but then also coming coming around very quickly. Um, you know, I'm thinking about the Christmas season as someone who sells things for people to buy or during Christmas, which for me, like, the Christmas season is always really... It's kind of hit or miss, and... I think because people mostly buy things for themselves on my page. So there's not really really something for grandma or like your uncle on my page. So I'm thinking people are not going to be, they're probably going to be buying even less because they don't have to see their um, extended family over the holidays and probably more given in the way of gift cards and that sort of thing. Also it'll be post election at Christmas time and you know, it's a real it's really up in the air. I'm not getting a strong winning vibe from Biden. Um and I'm not getting a strong winning vibe from Trump either. Um but especially I feel that we are on the verge of of a dictatorship. Um, in that we we are headed for for a long spell of of fascism. Um, and you know what? That's done by ordinary people. It's not just Trump. He is obviously the figurehead, and he is the propeller. He is the rudder on the ship. But the crew is people just like me and you, normal people who uphold and enforce his value system. So that's the insidious nature of fascism. And we need to remember that and fight against it. Because if you don't fight against it, you will either, you have two options. You will either become a part of it or you'll get taken away. Eventually they will come for you. <laughs> what a cheerful podcast. <laughs> but it's been heavy. It's been heavy. And I've been thinking about it a lot. Anyway, I've got to get this day started. It's going to be a great day. I hope you all have a great week. I'll be back with part five of Portland Ben Racist next week or possibly in the middle of the week. Thank you so much for listening. Y'all have a great day. Bye-bye.